Gumbo Nation, you're listening to Mortgage Gumbo with Dwayne Stein right here on iHeartRadio. And I am your host, Dwayne Stein, the Gulf South Mortgage Authority. And if you want to join us today, hit us up, 504-260-0995. We are your total home authority, your home's hookup. So if you've got any questions in regards to purchasing a home, refinancing a home, reverse mortgages, insurance, you name it, we've got it and we've got you covered. That is for sure. Hey, we've got a great show planned for you today. You can also check us out on the iHeartRadio app. So no excuse if you're getting in and out of that car, you're in a grocery store, you're picking up some groceries for today's big event you've got going on. Uh, Hey, check us out on iHeartRadio app as well. Hey, the Fed spoke this week, so we're going to talk about that and rate watch. Also, first-time home buyers, I've put together a little bit of a comparison for you between what is an you know an FHA loan versus a conventional loan for her first-time home buyers. And and as you know, when you listen to the show here, I've I've said it one million one hundred seventeen times. There is no first-time homebuyer program. There are first-time homebuyer benefits that you get. So we're going to discuss that today. We're going to talk about, hey, is an FHA loan with 3.5% better for me or a conventional loan with 3% down? We're going to break that down for you because I think that's important. I think that you've got to know what your different options are so that way we can make sure that uh, we're keeping you in the mix and keeping you up to date. So we're going to discuss that. You know, this week, it's funny. Uh, I got a call and, and, you know, quick and these guys with the Rockets and all that stuff, uh, you know, they agreed to pay a $32.5 million lawsuit uh, that came against them. Okay. Uh, fraud, fraud, fraudulent deals. And, you know, in my opinion, those guys should be no more uh, as a marketing company than a mortgage company. Because, look, everywhere you turn, and, and I continue to be amazed by them who every commer- every other commercial something to do with Rockets or something to do with NCAA folks, that's not free. You're paying for that, right? And you know that. And that's why every time we get a client, we're able to help them. But what's most important when we go against these folks, and I had a guy call me this week and go, well, why, why should I use you? And he told me to deal at what they were offering him. And here's a guy, 750, 750 FICO score, okay, has 10% down. But you know what Quicken was doing? They were putting him in an FHA mortgage. Now, if you've listened to the show, you know there's something fundamentally wrong with that. And he said, well, you know, what they're offering me is, is the rate's a little bit lower. And I'm like, because you're putting 10% down on an FHA mortgage, which means you're going to have private mortgage insurance for the life of the loan, and it makes absolutely no sense. So, folks, you've got to understand when you're seeing these advertisers and you're seeing these things that are going on, kind of gut check yourself. Look in the mirror, and if you get a vibe and something doesn't feel right, call me. Ask me. That's why we offer the free second look. So I was able to show the guy, okay, what he originally was getting 
with his FHA loan, putting 10% down. We did 5% down and let him buy out his PMI. And guess what? Even though the rate was a tad higher, his payment was lower. So he was saving money every single month. So you've got to keep that in mind, folks. Make sure that you're working with somebody that has your best interest in hand. Okay? But, yeah, these guys, and basically what they, what they, uh, this lawsuit against them was they were uh, sending some, some FHA loans to the Fed and kind of doing some things. Keep in mind, FHA is not a product. FHA is an insured loan, right? Okay? So they had a bunch of false claims going back to 2015, and they were submitting loans to FHA that weren't up to FHA standards, okay? And the bottom line is when you're when you're trying to do one product because it's profitable, you kind of start maybe trying to lump some other loans in with them and with the good ones, and then the good got to suffer for the bad. And, and in the long run, what it comes down to is if it's not the best product for you, it's not about me. It's about you, and that's important. When you're, when you're out there and you're considering what lender you want to work with, make sure that when you're hiring them, they are looking out for you and your bottom line, not their bottom line. That's what this comes down to. So, so it's funny when I get these questions, and I, and I call it quick in marketing, you know, because as far as a mortgage, listen, when you see all the J.D. Power and Associates, and all, folks, you could pay for that. You could pay for that stuff, okay? Hey, here's some good news. July 1st, student loans, you're getting a little bit of a break. Some relief is on the way. This is a win for you. The Department of Education has announced new federal student loan interest rates for the 2019-20 year. For the first time in three years, interest rates on federal student loans will decrease. Okay? Direct subsidized and unsubsidized loans, which is for undergraduate students, will fall to 4.3% down from 5.05% that they had in the, student, in the year of 2018 to 2019. So that is a fantastic n- news there. Now, uh, unsubsidized for those graduate students, hey, it's going to drop from 6%, okay? Uh, it's going to drop to 6%, 6.08, from 7.6, okay? So, I'm sorry, from 6.6. So that is fantastic. So that's some wins there, okay? We know the impact of student loan debt. We get it. We understand it. Believe me, we deal with it every single day in our business. How are we going to try and get someone approved when they have student loan debt? Well, number one, you've got to be able to have the programs. You've got to be able to have the investors who are willing to, you know, do some certain things, okay? And what I mean by do some certain things is, hey, allow you to amortize out the student loan debt, allow you to go down to, you know, 1% or take the lower of the payment. So there's a lot of things out there that when you're looking at some of your just normal lenders, they stick to the 1% rule. Here's what the rule is. Take it or leave it, and you got to go from there. And listen, when, you know, when you got $50,000 in student loan debt, that's 500 bucks. That's like having a car note. That's like having a car note. And this is something I want y'all to know while we're on student loans because this comes up a lot too from my, my, my fellow lenders. You have to understand, if, if a lender is telling you that it's okay to have your student loan deferred, it's not. It cannot be deferred. 
So I want folks to understand that. Even if it's deferred, we still have to get a payment. We're still going to require you to get what the payment's going to be when it's not. Hey, several years back, that was the beauty of it. If you could get it and show proof to me that the loan's going to be deferred for over 12 months, we didn't have to count it. But that's also why we had some stuff. a lot of that stuff go on with people buying mortgages that they couldn't afford because eventually, guess what? Those student loans do come due. And eventually, you do have to make payments. So that number was a little bit misleading there. So keep that in mind when you're looking at this stuff, folks. When it comes to student loans, this is a big, big win, okay? And, you know, we're going to talk about rate watch with the Fed not cutting the rates. Hey, maybe there's even a little bit more relief for you on the way. But you got to keep in mind now, student loans are owned by the federal government, so they control what the rates are, folks. They control it. So it doesn't matter what happens with federal rate cuts or anything like that. They control where the student loans are, okay? So keep that in mind. Hey, this is some good news here. I'll just label this winning. But home vacancy rate sinks lower than the 2008's foreclosure crisis record, okay? This is excellent news, folks, okay? Home ownership rate for people under the age of 35 is at 35%. That's up, okay? The rate for those 35 to 44 is at 60%, okay? That's up over a year ago. It's about a half a percent to 1%, but you know what? It's up. That's great. We don't have vacancies. We've got... We've got inventory, and people are buying the houses, okay? Americans 45 to 54, okay, that dropped a half a percent, while people over the age of 65 held steady at 78.5% vacancy rate. So that's where you can see why my phones are ringing off the hook with people taking advantage of reverse mortgages and taking advantage of the equity in their home because folks 65 and above, have an occupancy rate of over 78% home ownership. That's tremendous. So this is a good thing. This is winning, and I like it to see that, hey, the rate of vacant homes is falling, and it's at its lowest level in almost 25 years. That is super, super exciting. Super exciting. So what's your summer plans? I mean, it's heating up outside, right? We're now in summer. So the market's heating up. There's a lot of great things going on. And when, when you start to look at, and, and I want to discuss this in a little bit more detail, but home values that were cooling off, guess what? They're starting to heat back up. And what I mean by that is home prices are appreciating. And I want to discuss why, why we're seeing that and what my thoughts are. We'll cover that and a lot more when we get back on the other side of the break. We got an excellent show plan. Can't wait to share all this greatness. We appreciate you hanging out with us. You're listening to Mortgage Gumbo with Dwayne Stein right here on iHeartRadio, 504-260-0995.
lay back cause it's the summertime. That's right, folks. It's summertime. Producer extraordinaire Angie's got all the summer music rocking and rolling. Will Smith, summertime. <clears throat> Welcome back. You're listening to Mortgage Gumbo with Dwayne Stein right here on iHeartRadio, 504-260-0995. You can also follow us on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, check out uh, Facebook.com forward slash Mortgage Gumbo. Although we're having a little technical difficulties, but it is what it is. We'll get it figured out. So, hey, the Fed spoke this week, and, and, you know, before we get into that, understand this, folks. Home values, we've been talking about how they were kind of cooling off, right, and how things were settling down. Well, now, what have you had? You've had five straight months, five straight months of interest rates just going down, right? So what happens now? Well, now you're starting to see home prices heat up. And, and why? Well, why, why would that be happening, Dwayne? Well, a couple things. Number one, you've got more buyers, right? Because wages are up. You've got more competition, okay? Meaning rates are lower, more buyers. Okay, so if rates are lower and I got more buyers out there, then I'm going to have people competing for houses a little bit more. The good news is there's inventory, Okay. But you're starting to see a little bit more right now of what's going on. You're starting to see maybe some multiple offer situations happening. And that's why you want to be pre-approved, blah, blah, blah. We can get into that on another show. Y'all already know being pre-approved is much better than pre-qualified. But what it's doing is it's, it's creating more competition. Just in March on this show, we talked about interest rates on a 30-year we're at 4.40. Now we're talking about 3.9 we're hovering around. 3.8 we got down to this week. That's about a half a percent, a little bit more there. So take into consideration a $250,000 home, right? Let's play with that number right now. So a $250,000 home with a 4.5% interest rate, okay, your payment is $1,266, principal and interest. We're not getting the taxes and insurances and all that stuff. So $250,000, $1,266 is your payment. That same house today, that same exact house today, if you're comfortable with that payment, which you were because people were buying houses, if you go, you know what, I'm comfortable with that payment, that same, you can now buy that same house or you roughly get another $20,000 in home at 268000 So this isn't the bad, um, you know, when we start talking about home prices and all that, this isn't necessarily a bad thing with the values going up and heating up, Right. This isn't necessarily that affordability issue we had a couple years ago. What you're seeing now is just people can afford more home because the interest rates are less. Because people have gotten smarter. They got burned in the past. But now they're also going, you know what? Hey, I can afford this. As the example we just gave. $250,000 home on 30 years at 4.5%. Your payment's 1266 
Your payment at 3.9% is $1,120. Okay? That's a $146 difference for that same house. That's a lot of savings, folks. That's maybe paying for your uh, homeowner's insurance or some of your taxes. But if you're comfortable with that $1,266 and you kind of sat on the sideline because you'll procrastinate, well, now maybe procrastinate and, hey, you could prove that that significant other. See, procrastinating is not a bad thing because now you could buy with that same payment. Now we can go get a $270,000 house, sweetheart. So that's a good win there. But just know we're going to be talking about that a little bit more. You're going to start seeing some values go up, okay? But I don't think that's a bad thing at all. So, you know, one of the things we like to make sure that we discuss all the time, and, and I try to share some of these stories because a lot of times it probably relates to you or someone you know. And I just want to say thank you to the banks out there. I appreciate you operating inside of a box. Because this week we got a client that called in, okay? Agent had this client call after they were turned down. And I don't take it personal that they went somewhere else first. We got That's why I need y'all help, telling one person each week about mortgage gumbo. But client score was a 675. Pretty good credit score, right? You're shaking your head going, <clears throat> hey, that's not bad. But the client, like most people out there, hey, he don't have a ton of money. Right? Because he's got some student loan debt. He's got some different things. But he wants to be a homeowner. He's hearing about interest rates how low. He wants to see if he could take advantage of that. So, like I said, he's a 675, no down payment. Well, the bank turned him down. And reason being is he's looking in a certain area that doesn't have rural development. And, and for him, when he called me, he said, I don't have any money. So we looked at rural development for him first. And I could get him qualified for a rural development loan, but unfortunately it was going to be about $55,000, right? Good luck finding a house $55,000 where you're going to feel good laying your head uh, on a pillow at night. But see, I have different investors and I have different programs. So we were able to look at a CAFA grant program that's going to give him 4% grant given to him as a grant, a 4% down payment. So here's a guy that the bank turned down, and in less than 48 hours, we were able to take him from being a turndown to putting him in a CAFA grant program, and he's out this weekend looking with the agent on houses between one hundred and ten dollars and $120,000. See, that's where you want to know that you have options, folks. If you've been turned down, why have you been turned down? If you're scratching your head going, I, I just don't get it. It seems like everything should be in check. Why isn't it working out? Let's look into that for you. Don't allow a credit score or a lack of down payment be something that deters you from seeing if you could be uh, the dream of home ownership. Because chances are we've got a program out there that we could get you in. And we even showed him, hey, If you want to wait about 90 days because he's got some money coming in where he's got he's up for a raise at work. Hey, then we can increase your buying power even a little bit more. 
He's like, yeah, but I don't know if the rates are going to be that low in, in 90 days. I said, you're right. We can't, we, don't, we can't predict the future. So like I said, this is a guy who was turned down on Wednesday, and on Friday I'm calling him and an agent saying, go look at some houses between 110 and 120,000. And they're going out this weekend. Probably out there right now. Getting the opportunity of home, of home ownership, the American dream. And, and we mention that all the time. And, and it kind of leads me into this. You know, is home ownership the American dream? You're dang right it is. You're dang right it is. 94% of homeowners say they are happy they decided to become a homeowner. <clears throat> I wonder what happened with that other 6%. Was it their experience? 79% of non-homeowners say they plan to one day own a home. Hey, that's awesome. That's exciting. 68% of homeowners say they have remaining mortgage debt. Well, of course you do. 55% of non-homeowners say they would like to one day be a homeowner, but are concerned that their credit will prevent them from being approved for a mortgage. These are the folks that I feel bad for. These are the folks that listen to the drunken uncle and get bad advice from banks and people that don't know what they're doing. These are the people who, my guy this week, fell into that category. Because he was told, with his credit and no down payment, he can't buy a home. These are the folks, while I want y'all out there, telling one person about mortgage gumbo, where we can help get these folks in a house. And we can help them buy a house around the corner from you, which is going to keep your value up. Which may even escalate your value, because home prices are going up. And then last but not least, and we talk about this, we mentioned this last week on the show, 53% of homeowners, one out of every two of you out there, say owning and maintaining a home is more expensive than expected. This is the reality check. This is when you go hire a lender. You make sure. This is why we ask those questions. What are your future plans? Are there kids in the works? How old are your cars? Where do you see yourself going? Well, wow, you're asking me a lot, of more, a lot more questions than the other guy or the other lady did or the other company did. Well, because what we want to do is, the last thing we want to do is make you house poor. And we joke about it, right? We don't want you eating beef and chicken ramen noodles when your neighbor's eating steak. That's where that comes in. We're going to explain to you what kind of costs you can expect and help you understand. That's why you hear me for five years now plus kick in another couple years with winning at life with Gregory, you hear me talking about cash is king. Okay? You hear me talking about the guy earlier who was putting 10% down and still going to have private mortgage insurance going with Quicken, whereas with us, we're going to use that same amount of money, but we're going to shift that money around where he's going to save money every single month because cash is king. And that's what it's about because we know expenses come up. There's nobody in the world, including me, when I look at a mirror that says, oh, cool, hey, I'm going to keep an extra 10 large around in case my AC goes out. Uh, you know what? In case my plumbing goes bad, 
uh, I'm going to keep five large around just in case I got to redo the plumbing in the house. Nobody does, folks, including me. But we don't have to when something happens to the home. It shouldn't be a life-changing event where we got to go make deals with the devil and Guido and Rob Peter to pay Paul. That's what we're talking about when it comes to home maintenance. Hey, on the other side of the break, rate watch. You're going to love what we got to say. The Fed spoke this week. We'll also get to follow the numbers. And then first-time home buyers, I'm going to tell you what's the difference between an FHA and a conventional loan. You're listening to Mortgage Gumbo, 504-260-0995. Sometimes I wonder what I'm gonna do Cause there ain't no cure for the summertime blues Summertime, folks, and we are happy you are with us. You are listening to Mortgage Gumbo with Dwayne Stein right here on iHeartRadio. And we appreciate you spending some time. Hey, stay cool out there. Stay hydrated. It's a warm one. There's no doubt about it. Man, I'm shuffling around. I got so much stuff in front of me here. I mean, great stuff. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it's the the phones are blowing up. We're doing we're doing a ton, a ton of stuff. You know what? Let, let's just instead of me trying to find anything, fan. Let's just get right into that weekly segment, Ange. We call Rate Watch. Folks, folks, it's on like Donkey Kong. And, hey, did you see that coming? Did you see this week's Fed announcement? Did you think they were going to keep the federal funds rate where they did? I'll be honest. And I'm on Gregory Ricks winning at life. You'll get some more of me. I'm on his show at 11. I can't wait to ask him because, to be honest with you, hey, I thought the, the percentages kept going down. And I'm not sure if I saw that coming, but here's what I could tell you. Expect in July, the federal funds rate's going to, I think they're going to make a cut. They're a little concerned about where the economy, it's slowed down, okay, which is still fantastic, wages, unemployment, all that stuff. But they're keeping an eye on this. And the bottom line is, hey, the, the, the federal government, they, they, they hold, they're the puppet masters. They hold the strings right now. And, and it's, that, it's that simple. And everybody is, everything goes based on what they say. And that's why this week, to be honest with you, when the Fed made their announcement, hey, Wednesday and Thursday, rates were just through the roof. I mean, I mean, down, plummeted. And then we saw a little bounce on Thursday and Friday. Okay? But like I said, you know, with them announcing that there's no change this week in the federal fund rate, which again, keep in mind, that does not nec- that's what banks are lending to banks at. Okay? That's your credit cards. That's why I said you might get some relief with your student loans next month if this happens. That's what those things are. Okay? But when you're looking at this, when I see these bounces, I mean, I don't know if I'm a glass 
I try to be a glass half full guy when it comes to just life in general. But, you know, when you see how long can these lows remain? How long can they stay where they're at? And then if there is a bounce, you know, that's where I start getting concerned. Because personally, with rates as low as they are, and hey, people are buying more houses. There's no doubt about it. But with that being said, you would think it would just be tons of people just, and and they are. I'm seeing it big time. But when you read the averages across the country, it's not where, you know, you would expect it to be. So I'm going to be interested. It'll be interesting. Now, when they coming out with these numbers in May and, and talking about how, hey, it was good and all that, keep in mind, these May numbers are, are, are March and April reporting, right, where we just talked about earlier. In March, interest rates were 4.4. So that's why I don't get too alarmed, and I'm not sounding the DEFCON 5 uh, alarm here. But rates right now have been on one heck of an impressive run. That is for sure. An impressive run. Listen what these numbers are, folks. A 30-year conventional. And this is after it bounced back. This gives you an idea. And and that's the other thing I want to ask you. Is your lender looking out for you? Because this week we locked in as soon as the Fed made that decision. When that rate went down, we locked a ton of people in. But listen to this. This is after the bounce. 30-year conventional loan, 3.80. 3.8, folks. That's down from 3.92. That's down in one month ago. Four little rate watches on mortgage gumbo. It's down from 4.05. That's a quarter percent, folks. That's a big change. I told you earlier on a $250,000 house, it's a $146 difference. A 15-year conventional, 15-year, 3.62. FHA, 3.60, down from 3.71. Jumbo, 3.88. You're stealing. You are a you're a bank robber without a gun. And then the five one arm, three point seven two. Let me repeat that. Thirty year conventional is at three point eight zero. And what I mean by that is thirty years, your rate will be fixed at three point eight zero. Or a five one jump a five one arm where your rate for five years will be fixed at 3.72. It's a no-brainer, folks. It's a no-brainer. Be careful, because people are selling that right now. And when I say people, I mean lenders. Be careful of that. Ensure that it is a fixed rate. Make sure that for them to give you a cheaper rate, this is something I saw, and I meant to bring this up a couple weeks ago. Make sure they're not putting a... And this is, I I can't believe this is even still an option, but I saw it. Make sure they're not giving you a lower rate and charging you a prepayment penalty. Yes, prepayment penalties. I can't even believe that's still an option in this day and age. 
But the good news is, folks, where rates are, hey, this brings back into place as well. Hey, maybe a rate term refinance. Maybe you go, you know what? My debt's in, I don't need a debt consolidation. But this also, if you're sitting out there right now, folks, with an SBA loan, why in the heck would you not combine that with your first? If you added the blended rate together, you're going to be paying more than what this is. And get yourself one note. Pay off some debt. I'm paying off more SBA loans than I ever have because the bottom line is it's still debt on your house. So don't let the, oh, it's two point something percent for this and that. Let's knock it out. Let's knock it out. And then if you want to, hey, consider that refinance. Maybe pay off some of those other bills. Get rid of some of their credit card. Get rid of some of those things. We can help you with that. And, I mean, I ain't playing no games today. We're going to jump right from rate watch. Let's get into follow the numbers. Follow the numbers. I mean, if that don't fire you up, I don't know what will. An estimated 18 million taxpayers completed a Schedule A. That's itemized deductions, folks, as part of their 2018 tax return. That's down 61% in just one year from 46.5 million itemizers. The reduction in the use of Schedule A was largely a function of the increased standard deduction, which was created by the Tax Cut and Jobs Act, Tax Cut and Jobs Act of 2017. So, hey, you know, Maybe you don't have to do as much Schedule A because now, guess what? All those items, you got standard deductions now. Single 12, married 24,000. So things are, things are you, you know, you don't have all these itemizations. And you hear Jude Heath, the greatest CPA in the history of the world. You hear him on Gregory Ricks' show talking about that all the time. You know, you can't just take uh, clients out to dinner anymore and just go writing that stuff off. There's certain laws and rules with that stuff now. So it's, it's basically, it's become much simpler to do your tax returns. Much simpler. The average nationwide, we just chatted about this, the average nationwide interest rate, interest rate on a 30-year fixed rate was 3.84 last week, just over 1% above its all-time low. I'm sorry, half a percent above its all-time low of 3.31, which was achieved on Thanksgiving of 2012. And then this is one that just, uh, this bothers me. And this is why, again, I love helping people with reverse mortgages. The average 65-year-old American male has accumulated retirement savings that will sustain him in retirement for only 9.7 years. So just short of his 75th birthday. Here's the problem with that. The life expectancy of a 65-year-old male is to 83 years. So what are we supposed to do with that extra uh, eight years there, folks? What are we supposed to do when that savings runs out with that eight years? We're talking about male retirees here. In retirement income of 70% of the individual's pre-retirement pay 
is what it's assumed that they will need in retirement. 70% of what you're making right now. So I ask yourself, if you're sitting there and you know someone, hey, and I'm not trying to push this stuff, folks, but I want you to be aware. If you're struggling, if mom and dad are struggling, folks, or uncle or aunt, and they're sitting in a house that's got a ton of equity, let us look at some options for them with a reverse mortgage. Hey, on the other side of the break, first home, first time home buyers, you don't want to miss it. What's the difference between FHA and conventional? We'll let you know. You're listening to Mortgage Gumbo with Dwayne Stein on iHeartRadio. 504-260-0995. Got a little mood mood music for you going on today. Yeah. In the hizzle. A little summertime loving. You're listening to Mortgage Gumbo with Dwayne Stein right here on iHeartRadio. Hey, still got one segment. If you want to join in, jump into the pot. 504-260-0995. Hey, shout out to, got a couple Jessica's hanging out with us. Tim, Shane, Sue. Uh, Brad, a couple other folks hanging out with us on Facebook. Check it out. Go to facebook.com forward slash mortgage gumbo or forward slash Dwayne Stein and hang out with us there if you're just chilling out. So this is a question I get all the time, and and, and, and this is something I want to make sure that I reiterate again since earlier in the show is 1,117,000 times. It's going to be 1,118,000 times, okay? Folks, there is no such thing. It is, a, it is a ploy. It is a, a scam when someone says, oh, we have first-time homebuyer programs. No, there's benefits that first-time homebuyers get. I see somebody right now, they're, 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 on, um, they're advertising, hey, first-time homebuyers, 580 credit score, um, no money down, give us a call, we can help. Yeah, that's, that's an FHA loan, okay? That's an FHA loan. So there, I just want to make sure that I'm clear there. But let's talk about since there's no first time home buyer programs, there are first time home buyer benefits. So let's talk about what some of those are. For years, for years, conventional loans used to be the minimum down payment requirement was 5%. They've changed that. They've changed that. So now, when you're looking at it, if you're comparing as a first time home buyer, if you're wondering, and I'm comparing apples to apples, and you're wanting to know, hey, is a FHA or a conventional loan better for me? If you're comparing apples to apples, folks, most of the time, 99.9% of the time, if you're comparing apples to apples, a conventional loan is going to be better, just simply because the mortgage insurance is cheaper, the mortgage insurance does not stay on for the life of the loan like it does for an FHA loan, okay? But unfortunately, everybody's not in the same boat, right? So sometimes there's some hiccups. Sometimes there's some things that have happened, okay? So 
when you're looking at an FHA versus a conventional, okay, keep this in mind, okay? We're, no matter what loan, we're going to examine the following. We're going to look at what your credit score is. What is your available down payment? And number three, again, this is what separates us from most other people. What are your long-term goals, okay? Because credit score-wise, if you have low to average credit, while I can get do conventional loans down to a 620, you're going to pay a premium for that. So we're probably going to look at putting you in an FHA loan. Because we're going to help you increase your credit. Buying a home is going to help you increase your credit. If you know that this isn't your forever home, maybe we'll look at an FHA loan for you versus a conventional. Okay? Because FHA loans do allow credit scores down to a 580. Now, if you're listening to the show right now and you're like, hey, I got a 580, does that mean I could buy a house? Well, let's look at it and see. We'll have to look at it and see. The second part that we talk about is when we're comparing an FHA to a conventional is what is your available down payment, okay? With conventional, you get a lower down payment option. Instead of 3.5%, you can put down 3%. As long as I've been living, 3 is a lower number than 3.5. So you get a little bit of a break there, Okay? So that's a win for conventional. Now, what are your long-term goals? Keep in mind, with a conventional loan, PMI, you can cancel PMI. When you're at 78% and you have achieved 20% equity, you can cancel mortgage insurance. However, with an FHA loan, it's payable for the life of the loan and can only be removed with a refinance. So if you're planning on being in your house for five, 10 plus years, we're probably going to look at conventional. That's why we're going to ask you that because, hey, why pay that extra money towards your private mortgage insurance? Okay? Because when it comes down to it, when it's a caught from a cost measure, in the short term, FHA sometimes is better if you've got some scars and some some nicks on your credit and you've been through the 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 ringer a little bit you're like that comfortable t-shirt but it's a little old and faded i'm not calling you old and faded i'm just saying hey if you've got some hiccups on your credit we're probably going to look at fha for you because you know what fha is still better than paying a renter and being a renter right so we're going to look at that when it comes to comparing payments with FHA and conventional folks, your payment initially on an FHA loan may be a little lower if you have a lower score. Conventional rates, FHA rates, because of FHA, while it's not a loan program, it's an insured. It's FHA is an insurer. They are an insurer of government loans. So FHA loans will give you the opportunity to get into a house normally a little bit cheaper than a conventional loan if you're putting down 3.5% versus 3. 
Conventional is going to be cheaper if you're looking at FHA at three and a half, but you put down twenty percent on a conventional. Then of course conventional will be. But it's all going to be based on FICO score. And I even kind of put down here just to give you an I mean, hey, five eighty credit score on a two hundred fifty thousand dollar house with FHA, you put down three and a half percent. That's eighty seven fifty. A six forty on a conventional loan, and you put down three percent. That's seventy five hundred. So you're already saving money. But when it comes down to it, what are we looking at? What is the difference? Why must I consider the FHA over the conventional? It's going to come down to one thing and one thing only, folks, when you contact me. I'm always going to look at the option for conventional first. If you're planning on being your home for five plus years. Or if your answer is, you know what, I just don't know. We're going to go conventional if your credit allows it. Because it's a better program for you long term. Now, if FHA gets back, and we brought this up on last week's show, there's been some legislature that's put out out there for FHA to now start maybe they're going to lower what your their PMI costs are. They're going to maybe even make it where you can get rid of your PMI and it's not going to stay on the life of the loan. So stay tuned for that. Then that's going to be a game changer. But when it comes down to it, it's going to come down to credit score. That's why I cannot stand the rocket mortgage people. Not because they're bigger than me, okay? Not because they, every time I got to watch a sports program, they're sponsoring it. I can't stand it because they take quality people who have quality credit scores, like I talked to you earlier about today, a guy with a 750 credit score with 10% down, and they slam them into an FHA loan because they make more money. To me, that just makes no sense. So when you're comparing the two, folks, when you're comparing the two, you have to understand there's going to be a difference. But ask me. Ask your lender, why? Why am I going FHA over conventional? They should be able to give you that answer. Hey, visit mortgagegumbo.com. We've got all that information up there on different loan programs. Why you should, why shouldn't you? We're 100% transparent here. Our goal is to get every single person we talk to in a home or show them what it takes to become a homeowner. We believe in the American dream, folks, over here at Mortgage Gumbo. Call me doing my day job during the week, 504-207-7600. It's hot out there, folks. Stay comfy. We appreciate you spending another week with us. And until next week, Gumbo Nation, keep stirring the pot. Stir in the pot.